<laughs> he was he was so far behind me. I might just be hungover. Maybe. Might, oh, okay. <laughs> I uh I didn't actually the place that I sent y'all last night, the place that is aptly named Beer. Um, I didn't actually go there. I went to the brewery across the street, and then I had like one beer, and then I was like, "Ooh, if I have another one, I might be too drunk." <laughs> I went home. Nice, hell yeah. <laughs> I went out and just had two PBRs because uh, I'm trying to be more responsible. I found that, you know, over quarantine, mm-hmm. I basically only drank IPAs at home like i would very rarely get anything like a pbr or you know coors light or whatever sure and so i found post quarantine that when i go out to bars i get ipas and get way more drunk way faster unsurprisingly and Mm -hmm. so now i'm trying to like train myself out of this natural instinct to just get ipas when i'm uh, out on the town yeah i was drinking dollar ipas yesterday so that was that was a real treat yeah that's that's gotta go back to the old uh, peepers. It's nice to go out after just getting IPAs and like I got two PBRs out at a bar last night. I was like, I, I could have just had water and I'd feel the same. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's a uh, that's the thing is like sometimes I'll go out and I have like a beer somewhere, and then on the way back I'll stop by this this like local bar that's less than a mile from my house and get like montuckies and i swear i'm like sobering up more than from the one beer like because it's like a 10 percenter and then I'm right montuckies and it's like i'm drinking water at home it's great it's kind of it's kind of insane how now when you go out like it's hard to find just like a craft beer that's like five percent everything's like gotta be seven percent or really higher high. and i absolutely yeah. hate it Agreed. Yeah, or or if they do have a five percent, it's trash. It's generally yeah, or it's a, it's like well, that's the same price as the nine nine percenter. Well, I might as exactly. well get drunk. I yeah. want them to make a like two percent IPA that tastes good. <laughs> if they made a two percent IPA, I mean, I'd drink. That. I know Goose Island has one that's that like right now. I would 2%. wake up. This podcast with sponsored huh? by a two percent IPA. Yeah. Goose Island has one called like Solo S O L O. That's pretty good. It's only like three percent. Mm, like Han. Okay. <laughs> nice. Well, is this know, a craft beer podcast guy, or if, is this a motorsports podcast? What are we doing here? It's a bit of both. It's a bit of both. New guy, if you were a beer, you would be a two percent IPA. Welcome to the Big One Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast Big One. Anything coming to us via email should be podcastbigone at gmail.com. We're a motorsports podcast. Email? Talk mostly NASCAR. We're going to sprinkle in some Formula E this year. We also oh, talk yeah. Formula One. Anything that's going on at our local tracks and, and just general motorsports news. So this is Baby G. What's sometimes, up, guys? Sometimes IndyCar. Sometimes we do sometimes IndyCar. IndyCar. This is B-Boy. Yeah. Hey, what's up? This is new guy stepping all over the intro <laughs> with my question. Has anyone checked the email, which I'm, I'm checking right now? Yeah, I'm doing the same thing. Yeah. We have received. Oh, dang. Look at that. We've not received any new emails. I was going to say, say spam in there. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's exciting. I just see a bunch of Ooh. receipts from, from the, the podcast hosting that I should give you some money for. We did get an email from Sports Podcast Awards, so we definitely should submit ourselves to be one of the top sports podcasts of the year. We should definitely do that, 100%. I 
it's a guys we're more win. professional you, this year would you consider us to be sports journalists uh in like the like the least the the, the least way that you possibly could be you know? i'm gonna go take my linkedin yeah is it on your resume same, it's not mine yeah oh, i think we're God, sports journalists in the same way that like the onion was invited to the the what's that thing called the um uh, i forget what they're called the the journalistic that, thing that the president puts on what's i that? think that this podcast is to sports journalism as our go-kart racing is to formula one I think our go-kart racing is a direct correlation. So I think, yeah, this is a direct correlation to a actual sports podcast. I think that's yeah. true. Yeah. Enough. Uh, what is, is that an analogy? Riff- riffing. That's like riffing. Uh, that was some SAT shit. Yeah, right yeah. There. What's our sponsor this week? I have one. Um, we've been we've gotten sponsors left and right, folks, on the offseason. They've been banging. I know that I said we didn't get any emails, but actually, we've been getting hundreds from sponsors just begging us. Yeah, I mean, they've it's been really kind of a, sending by us. By the faxes. way, that's something you can send us. Anyone, any of our beautiful listeners, send money us sponsors. If you if you want to oh. sponsor this episode, or send us money, that's yeah. a good idea. Oh yeah, that's what sponsors are supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Try it out. All right, who's our sponsor, my boy? I got Montucky, the old cold snack. Ooh, whoa! Yeah, it's amazing. Just, it's too good. I I spend time like talking it up at local bars when they have it. I just sit there and like <coughs> as people come up and are we're talking, I'm like, "Have you tried this? You need to try this." And then I, I have That's to good. be like, "I swear, I'm not like a representative for them. It's just good." Yeah, I've never had one, but with the new I... sponsorship, I think I'm going to be starting slamming them down at some point this this afternoon. Dude, you should. They're, I swear I they're like should. just a tasty water. It's Watching football, yeah, it's snacks. Great. Yeah, it's mostly nice. I would say that my favorite thing about Montucky is going up to the bar and asking the bartender for a cold snack. Yeah, yeah, that's a big that that's a big really selling point. That's you know, the main selling point for me over something like a PBR. Out here, and for any of our listeners in the Pacific Northwest, you'll know this. Um, there's a beer called Rainier, and they call it Vitamin R. So it's it's got that fun mm. element to ordering it as well. You can just be like, "Can I get a vitamin That's R?" Nice. Like, "Yep, That's nice. I gotcha." Do you know that Pabst Blue Ribbon never won like a blue ribbon, and they just slapped it on there as like a marketing thing? Bunch of frogs. You don't think that like at some point they have won something that, like like a blue ribbon, brother? Uh- Hey, brother, I'm just reporting the news here, all right? <laughs> you know, hey, don't shoot the messenger, my man. <laughs> now we're now we're actual journalists. Yeah, look at this. We were talking about, uh, weren't we talking about beer before this? We were. And we were. This. We're talking about beer during the actual We go episode. right back to it, yeah. Bunch of bros talking <laughs> about beer, talking NASCAR. What could possibly go we're off. To, we're off to, like, a fantastic start, by the way. This is the kind of structure you could expect from us all season. Yeah, so speaking of beer and riffing, uh, me and Baby G watched the Formula E race yesterday. Uh, Baby G, initial thoughts. How did you feel about Formula E? It was interesting. This is my first ever exposure to Formula E, and I literally had no idea what it was. Like, I was kind of thinking they're going to have to go in and do pit stops and literally sit there for like Mm. five minutes and charge up, but... That would be hilarious. It kind of... It was like a 36-lap race, but then there was so much downtime um, safety cars that they ended up putting five laps onto the end of the 
end of the race and it kind of boiled down to okay by the time they were crossing the finish line they were showing the percentages on the battery and it was like one percent two percent for most of the guys so kind of seems like they they set the laps and then whatever these extra laps are is just going to be basically it, they can run as much until they go empty so um a lot of crashing early which which kind of took a little bit of steam out of it early but then the second half of the race yeah. was really good yeah I've found that uh, there tends to be very close racing, and the uh, the championship the past few years has come down to the wire um, each time, from what I understand. They also, well, most of the time at least, uh, they also, like, change the car around very regularly. Like, they're on their third or fourth generation of the car, and they, compared to last year, they now have two motors in the car, as opposed to last year they just had one. Uh, so now they are able to, last year, 25% of the energy used over the course of the race was from regen during braking, whereas this mm -hmm. year it's like 40% now. So they can go further, they can go faster. And uh, later on this year, they are planning on adding in pit stops where they're just going to be adding four kilowatt hours in 30 seconds. So just like pushing forward uh, rapid charging technology and then... Uh, I believe that the plan is to, after that pit stop, allow you to use those four kilowatt hours uh, as like attack mode. So I'm I'm very curious to see what sort of strategies start showing up in there around that. I think that there is a lot of potential for that. And yeah, there's crashes all over the place. Like I I think probably a combo of getting used to the new car, uh, some new drivers in the series, and then also there were mechanical issues. Which is just like it's a new car. Like, yeah, sorry. The one thing I did like was it was a nice tight like hour fifteen, hour twenty minutes or so. So, oh, not yeah. a whole lot of wasted time out of your day if you're just looking to watch some racing. It seemed like that was, you know, pretty quick. Yeah, exciting race. The one yeah. guy who won was I think out by like ten seconds at the end of the race. Oh my which god, was complete he was domination. So but then like two through five were super tight, grouped up, really good racing the last ten laps or so. So. Even though the guy yeah. was pulling away, it was a good good action to the end. And the like it was interesting, like the guy at the head of that group starting at like second or third place back, he was maybe two or three percent less battery than the people behind him. So he had to figure out the right places in the track to be able to break and recover that energy and equalize with everyone else without losing those positions. Yeah, it's uh it's pretty good. I like Formula E. Close racing. A lot of the time, the cars, they crash so much because the cars are just, like, racing so damn close. And that's a good reason to crash. It's very NASCAR of them. B-Boy, we went to a Formula E race. We did. We did. I was wondering if y'all were done. I just want to call out this prejudice of watching events without their West Coast compatriot because he couldn't get up on time. Yeah, that was pretty fucked up. He sent us, the text. And I would <laughs> like to us. sincerely apologize. Although it was like <laughs> 10 a.m. my time. It wasn't like it was super early. <laughs> yeah. so, huh. I think it was like noon because we the race was at 2. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Was it 2 your time? Okay, yeah, then it was noon. Yeah, I think yeah, it was I, 2. I, two I, I really slept in. <laughs> hey, sometimes you got a big dog. Sometimes yeah, yeah. you got yeah. Um, But now I get the chance to repay the favor. Anyone watch Chili Bowl this week? No, the only thing I saw was the other guy came flying out of the car when he sent that tweet. Jeez. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I, yeah, I apologize. I, I, you know, I tend not to like retweet those things because, like, I feel like that's bad. 
but I definitely share it with my friends because it is a ridiculous thing. And I think like one of the craziest things about the the video is like that it gets cut off like midway through. Like that was what happened on Flow Racing with the delay. Like they were able to like shut it off, but it like you can still see most of it, you know. And then like you don't see the aftermath, and they didn't show replays, kind of thing. So um, the kid though showed up yesterday on the final day of the Chili Bowl and did interviews and stuff, and he's totally fine. Uh, like just has like a black eye and stuff, and um, nice. but he's totally fine. Um, so you know, all good. But uh. Gotta wonder how the hell did that happen? Um, it was like yesterday. I didn't. I didn't listen to all the interviews. I'm sure there were more than the clip that I saw. But um, the dad and the the kid were answering questions, and the dad was just like, "Yeah, we've not looked into why it happened yet. Uh, we were worried about a safety kind of thing." But I'm like, if I feel like maybe, and I don't want to speculate too hard, but I feel like the kid maybe just wasn't wearing his seatbelts right. Um, it's gotta be, you know, yeah, just didn't have them. No tightened. way, otherwise. That's how you fall out of a damn seat. That's my thought. Yeah, but I, I have to, I have to think that like he, like I hope that if that was the case, that it will come out and that he will say, "Look, I just wasn't wearing them tight enough," because yeah. if if you have to do investigations into potential like equipment failure and everything else, like it becomes a much bigger deal. And it's way easier to nip it in the bud. And nobody's going to be mad at him. Just be like, mm-hmm. I didn't wear them tight enough. I've learned my lesson. Hopefully everyone else has learned from my mistake as well. Right? And move on. Yeah. So. It's just bonkers to me. I mean, it's fucking crazy to me when people don't wear a seatbelt in a normal car. It's just moronic, right? Like, you've got to be a special yeah. kind of dumb and to then, not wear a seatbelt in, in, in a vehicle. A, yeah. And then, like... If it does turn out that he just wasn't wearing them properly in race car, like fucking, could have been a mistake too, even right? He thought I get... it was not right, but it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so the... I understand that in when you're young you feel immortal, but also like there are once you cross a certain threshold of stupidity, I'll think that you're dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I also think that like there's there's got to be like a seatbelt release somewhere in there, and like I wonder if that was mistakenly hit, because those yeah. those crashes are violent. Like I mean, the NASCAR ones are violent in like a the way in which you hit a wall. These are violent in the way that it like flips your body and makes you a ragdoll. Mm-hmm. You know, like in, yeah. insane levels of of um, unsafeness when it comes to the, some of these crashes, but. Um, you know, maybe, maybe it wasn't, maybe it was an equipment failure and maybe it wasn't a mistake by wearing the seatbelts the wrong way. Like maybe. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, but the rest of the chili bowl was pretty good. Um, I, I ended up watching a lot of the recap videos mostly because I don't want to support flow racings, hundred, hundred plus dollar (laughs) yearly membership just for this. Like that's the only thing I watch. But then the Chili Bowl on uh, last night was on um, YouTube TV, uh, on, on MAP yeah. TV, so I was able to watch that. Um, I was watching the Jags game instead. Yeah, which yeah, I turned it off, really and then game, they, so. they won. Like, it yeah. was crazy. What Welcome a to a football podcast. Um, yeah, yeah, quick deviation. <laughs> but, uh, but honestly, last night's race wasn't the best part. Like All the other races that I saw recaps on were much better. Um, last night was... Um, and from all, a lot of the tweets that I saw and, and what I watched was just mostly track prep. It's, it's the whole Chili Bowl is essentially just a track prep uh, exhibition in which they they run cars just to destroy a track, just to show you how well they can restore it with uh, two hours. <laughs> um, and that's that's what the Chili Bowl is. So 
Um, the only things to call out, obviously, uh, you know, Ashton Tor- Torgerson coming out of the car was I'm glad he's okay. Logan CV ended up winning it um, uh, last night, which is, is cool. Young driver winning it. Um, Kaylee Bryson won her C main and made it to the A main, which is dope. Um, I nice. think Jade, I forget what her last name was, like Avadizarian maybe? Um, she also, she podiumed in her B main and um, made the A main, which is pretty fucking sweet. Or they, the, it, by the way, like in case you don't know how the, the thing works, like when I say C main, D main, E main, like B main and A, like you go up the letters. A, A main is, or A is like the feature, right? That's the final race. Yeah. And so you qualify your way up. But, um, yeah. And then uh, the only other thing that I noticed was that there was a guy from Douglasville, Pennsylvania, which is where most of my family is and, like, where Boyertown is. Um, very close to that. So nice. that guy from that was in the, the final race last night and finished ninth. So it's pretty sweet. I like to think that Boyertown is not a town but is, in fact, what your family called your, like, the ho- whatever house Whatever house you live. Yeah, I was very yeah, confused. Yeah. And I, I had just, to look it's it just up. It's a single house. It's an actual house. city. It's an yeah, actual yeah. city. Yeah, that's yeah, the whole thing. Um, yeah, nice. uh, we'll we'll do that on the Boyertown podcast. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the the only other call it's my out which TV show. I'm sad they canceled it. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Um, the only other call out really from the whole Chili Bowl was not something that happened over the week, but like just the fact that like there was no Bell, no Larson. And that's kind of like who it had always been between for a number of years you know and made it very very interesting mm-hmm. um and they they held out because they don't pay enough um when granted like they do have a lot of entries and they get a lot of money from this and like they have a reason to complain that they don't they don't pay out enough and hell uh larson i don't know if bell's part of that but larson and and some other folks i think stepped in and like are hosting races dirt track races across the u.s that have like high payouts like really really high payouts um as like like kind of like bounty type races where um, they are hoping to get the best of the best because the, the payout's so high you know yeah i guess i just don't understand the i don't have enough familiarity with the context of the chili ball in like the rest of the racing world or like the dirt track world to know exactly how to feel about this mm-hmm. you know like my initial feeling on it is well i mean kyle like you also race a cup and sometimes in the lower nascar series and you host your own dirt track races and you just announced that you're like in the indy 500 like sorry bro not every fucking race is gonna be catering the appropriate one for you i kind of like in some ways i simultaneously like like i'm okay with having major racing events that are not necessarily appealing to people that are professional drivers in Mm -hmm. the main nascar series but on the other hand it would be cool if those people who if if it's because like the organization is just yoinking all the money and not paying out as much as they should that's kind of lame like it'd be cool if the it, it would be cool if they could you know the 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 smaller time drivers could have their cake and eat it too of getting the exposure and then also getting a fat paycheck but yeah i think that's the bigger complaint here it's not i mean this is one of the premier league races and when it comes to dirt yeah. racing across the u.s not just the you know the, the quarter midgets but um it's it's more about the prestige in the the event runners know that and so they don't pay out as much because they know you're there right. for the prestige of it you know um, which is 
I yeah, it's it. I mean, it's kind of like saying, well, it's the Daytona 500. You can win it, and we're only going to give you a million as opposed to like the 2.4 million that you used to get for winning yeah. it. We're going to cut it down because like it's the Daytona 500. You should be proud enough by by winning it, right? Yeah, so, you get a you yeah. get a trophy. Yeah. Who needs the extra 1.4 million? Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. The, the you don't you don't need a raise. Your pride in your work should be enough of a reward. <laughs> exactly right. That's what uh, my job tells me all the time, and that's why I work weekends. Um, oh, I was assuming that that's what you would tell <laughs> the people that work for you. I I try. They don't listen. That's why I have to work weekends. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, yeah. If if my uh, CEO is going to listen to this, because sometimes he does, uh, uh, I I don't mean it. Um, <laughs> As he's winking on camera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving right along, NASCAR's 70, 75th season. Let's move on to NASCAR talk. Yeah, let's do it. It's the 70, 75th okay. season. I totally forgot about this and then it. like opened the NASCAR app for the first time in two months. And they have the new like Diamond E logo. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, 75th season. I don't know what that's going nice. to mean, but it's cool, I guess. Yeah. Um. I assume that the people that are in the 500 club uh, at Daytona will get Some a diecast that has the numbers 7 and 5 on it. Oh, potentially. Well, when we got ours, was it did it have like 60 on it? Because was that the 60th running of the Daytona 500? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. my assumption is that they will celebrate that. They'll celebrate the 75th as opposed to... What will this be, like the 64th or 65th? I don't know. Anyway, yeah, yeah uh, quick sidebar. Uh, for people that don't know, if you go to the Daytona 500 Club uh, during the Daytona 500, they give you a diecast commemorative car. That's pretty cool. So yeah. Try it out sometime. Yeah. I would recommend it. Uh, get the lobster mac and cheese as well. It's oh, that was delicioso. so good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Silly Season has been kind of spicy. Uh, Ty Gibbs is going to be full-time in Cup, driving the 54 instead of the 18 is the is anyone going to be driving the 18 or are they just mm -hmm. sort of putting it on the back burner for now back burner but i have to imagine that the 19 which is you know true x that if this is his final full year then and actually i don't know if they announced that yet if that if this is his final full year i'm not exactly sure exactly sure but if it is i can imagine them going back to the 18 instead of keeping the 19 around because joe gibbs was so always affiliated with the 18 and the 20 so I could see them like wanting to keep those numbers active, but the 54 is what Ty was racing in Xfinity and has been racing for a while. So I think people associate that with him. I like when the numbers stick with the person. You know, it's yeah, that's cool. like your high school and college athletes staying with the same number when they go to professional sports. Like I like that. Yeah. Um, so anytime it can happen, yeah. it's good. The weird, the weird way in which NASCAR teams own numbers, and I say that with like air quotes. Um, has always been weird to me. I feel like if you don't race a number for a number of years, it should just be open. Like anyone should be able to race it. Um, yeah. and, Use it or and lose the legacy, or something like yeah, that. Ex exactly. The legacy of like a number with a team only makes sense in like the case of like Richard Petty, Dale Earnhardt for Richard Childress, and the twenty-four and forty-eight maybe for uh, Jeff Gordon and Jimmy Johnson. That's about it with with Hendrick, obviously. Um, I can't imagine. I don't think like any maybe twenty one Wood Brothers actually. I'll say that one as well, but none of the other ones I think should be like. Those are like retired numbers if you if you consider them that way. Yeah, it is weird. Yeah, get, wrapping my head around that when I first got into NASCAR was uh, 
It was definitely bizarre. Yeah, doesn't make. I a think lot of that sense. they should get rid of numbers on the cars, and the drivers should have their own numbers that they wear on jerseys inside the cars. Yeah, you can't speaking of cars, uh, the car. white. Speaking of retired numbers <laughs> and and silly season, uh, Jimmy Johnson's coming back in the '84. I don't know if y'all saw the number announcement. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. And uh, Carvana will be his sponsor. The car looked. I didn't know that they still exist. What Carvana? <laughs> That's a little dig at them. They've had that. They've financial issues. Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. to the layoffs. Sorry, boys. Mm, yeah. Happens to everyone. Yeah. Um, what else? What other silly seasons? Got a couple quick ones here. Ryan Priest is going up to Cup. Cole Custer down to Xfinity. Uh, John Hunter Namichek is going to drive the twenty in Xfinity for uh, JGR. Um, mm. Haley Deegan full time racing for trucks in twenty twenty three under Thor Sport Racing, which I never heard of until I saw the tweet. Um, so there's a couple quick ones we can probably just breeze over unless you guys have anything to say. Yeah, well, I have a couple things on each one. Like Ryan Priest moving up, I like Priest is a really good driver. I thought he was doing pretty well in Cup, but they downsized that team, and so that's why he he lost his ride. And so I'm glad he's getting another shot at the expense of Cole Custer, who won one race in his you know multiple seasons up in Cup. And you know sometimes I think this is the way it should work. It should be like if you're not succeeding in Cup, you get sent down. Unfortunately, a lot of the time it's like if you don't succeed in Cup, sometimes you're out of a ride entirely. And I don't like that. So I like the fact that he's he's still with, you know, uh, uh, Stuart Haas Racing. He just is demoted. You know, it's it's like being sent down to the minors for a second. Like, go down there, prove that you can win again, and get some confidence back, and then we'll, we'll move you up again. I mean, and he's in a good spot anyway because we got Kevin Harvick retiring at the end of uh, uh, this season. So, um, you know, and and Eric Almarola. I don't know how many years he resigned for, but it's got to only be like one or two. So they've got some seats opening up at Stewart Haas pretty soon. Then um, my yeah, the Thor Sport thing. Uh, Thor Sport's a really really good truck team, so this is an upgrade for Haley um, to to move over to that team. And you know, hope she has more success than last year. It seems like all the women that come into the sport seem to have like the worst luck ever. And so really, when I say wish her luck, like. She just needs luck. <laughs> yeah, she to, crashed out like, in a lot of races out. last year. Mm-hmm. So, um, that said, uh, the Arca Daytona practice was on yesterday. Apparently, I only saw one tweet about it, and it was how like Tony uh, Bridinger and I forget who the other uh, uh, girl is that was tweeted about, but like they both were like the top two fastest at Daytona practice, which was pretty cool. Speaking of Arca, Frankie Muniz coming in. Yeah. Oh yeah, very exciting. I didn't know he was into racing. That's that's cool. I wonder yeah, if like a... he was like on a broadcast a while he like assisted with uh Xfinity or like truck broadcast a while ago mm-hmm. and they kept on making Malcolm in the middle jokes. Yep. Uh, and he yeah. was not excited about that at basically <laughs> just sort of, I if I remember correctly, he sort of like made fun of them a bit for just going for such low hanging. Right. Fruit. It's yep. so yeah, easy. He He's probably yeah. like, Really guys? Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think he was mostly just like, I, no, I I do race and I like racing and I want to be taken seriously like as a racer and if mm-hmm. I can <laughs> I can tell he's just like if I could change my name and change my face I would uh, yeah. <laughs> let's just start over here please, <laughs> um, uh-huh. but yeah, T minus five seconds till the joke is made about um, 
Malcolm being in the middle of the pack and, and oh god the middle middle oh, line oh or something. god Every, I'm already happening. exhausted for our listeners out there every time you hear that take a shot of something because take a shot man they're gonna of Montucky no don't you'll die oh Shotgun yeah Montucky. you'll be okay you'll yeah, be okay yeah. you you'll be hydrated yeah so uh I'm looking at uh Thor Sport Racing just their their Wikipedia page a little bit to give context for um them being good mm-hmm. uh Ty Majeski? Is that how you say yep. his name? Yeah, yeah. my Wisconsin boy. He, he, he won. He, he drives for Thor. Uh, he won two races last year. Yeah. And uh, got second once, third three times. Like, he fin- yeah. He finished the season these cars well. high up. Yeah. He was in the final four. I mean, he won He won the race to put him in the final four. And, uh, like, I, I honestly, he was my pick to win it. Um, yeah, that, it's, a, yeah. it's a good team. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Haley manages to do on a team that has proven that they can get into the final four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, it, I I think it's a you know it's not a single season experiment. It's not over if like she doesn't have the best year, but like yeah. playoffs, playoffs is an expectation for any team or any any Thor Sport team. So that's that's the expectation she'll have on her. So yes, and over the past two years. Uh, she has done 44 races in truck, and she has gotten three top tens. So, not good. That's we'll the noise I good. make when I'm uh, pulling my we'll pulling see. my shirt out and being like, ooh. Yeah. Um. She wasn't with like a superb team though. David Gilliland Racing. Um, yeah, uh, they, at least like they they've been all right. They do okay. Yeah. yeah. She anyway. Anyway, enough about Haley. Enough about Haley. We'll yeah. see. I'm we'll see when the time comes. We got too many um, other good uh, female drivers to talk about. This freaking fucking uh, Daytona 500 is really. I don't want to get too much into it, but just a little teasers for everyone. Mm-hmm. We've got Jimmy, the Jim Jam Jambone mm-hmm. uh, Johnson coming back for one race only this Sunday. It's actually not this Sunday, and it's, it's more than one race. It's more than one race, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, He's going to be coming back. Carvana sponsoring, coming to the Daytona 500. Cool. Love it. Bring it back, Jim Jam. Win a race, you piece of shit. Uh, Project 91, have they confirmed that they're bringing someone? Um, They they confirmed that they're bringing someone, but they've not announced who it would be, I don't believe, unless I missed that. No, I haven't seen an update since they just said What if it's Lewis Hamilton? That would be dope. I doubt, I doubt that it is. Yeah, no. Uh, and then uh, Travis Pastrana is going to be enter- entering. That's really cool. Yeah, it's I, like when I first saw it, I thought that was really surprising. Mostly, I mean, it is still surprising that it's him. But um, I think like it's not surprising that they're running the third team because Kurt Busch, I think, is going to run races this year. Um, mm-hmm. Just just occasional ones and. I don't think he has any desire after coming off a of, uh, you know a season ending and and maybe career ending in some ways uh, concussion. I don't think he wants to race Daytona, you know. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Whoa, dude! Freaking Pastrano got pole position at Talladega once. Hmm. That's crazy. Uh, but he ended up he got involved in a in a late crash. Anyway, yeah, yeah. like Pastrana is. He's got yeah. the capacity to actually do decently at the super speedway. That'll be. Cool well, I think anyone has capacity to do decently at a super speedway. But, Let's um, all put a hundred down. Not Cody Ware. Let's all put a hundred <laughs> down 
Eves on right. Tar Travis Pastrana to win the Daytona 500. See, the odds yeah, are sure. probably going to be pretty good. So, I mean, he's in a strong Toyota, right? Like, like I think that's relatively a safe bet, right? Just as safe yeah. as anything else. So, um, okay, so I, I pulled this up. It's about the drivers that are committed and versus ones that are not. The open entries are Zane Smith in a third front front row racing car. Travis Pastrana, Jimmy Johnson in the... By the way, we didn't say this, but Petty GMS now Legacy Motor Club, which I love the fucking name. That's a great name. Um, yeah, sucks great. not to have Petty on the, the title anymore, but now that it's Petty and Jimmy uh, co-ownership, like that's that's pretty great. Um, and then Austin Hill is going to be racing a Beard Motorsports car. And Helio Castroneves is the possible entry for the money team, um, which is the team that's um, Floyd Mayweather's team. So, Yeah, his car last year was awesome in the yeah, it's, 500, it's, right? Well, it was, I, like, so far behind the pack. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say, you said awesome. I, I think the paint scheme is, like, hilarious. Oh, but a lot the of paint people, scheme like, was cool, it. but I was being sarcastic yeah. about the performance on the track. Of the for car, sure, so. yeah. I I remember, yeah, they couldn't even keep up with the draft, which was yeah. ridiculous. Um, yeah, it looks like Trackhouse, now they're saying, is unlikely for the 91, although it had previously been reported that they were going to do multiple 91, like uh, Project 91 races this year, so a lot of people assumed Daytona would be one of those because, obviously, the payouts are a lot higher at Daytona right. than all the races for the year. So, um, Colleague... Uh, 13. I don't think they've announced a driver for that, but that's that's an entry as well. Um, and uh, looks like that's it. I think there's I think there's a couple other ones, but they're just not listed in this uh, in this list that I have up here. So um, it's cool. I, this is this is what I want to see. Like someone even tweeted something about Daytona needs to go back to like 43 drivers or something, and I was like, but this was what makes the twin races exciting. Is there is a lot of make or break drivers in it, right? Like. If you qualify the best out of all the open cup cars, then you're automatically in. But everyone else has to make their way in by racing in. And this is the one race a year where you get to do that, not just qualify your way in. So I think that's great. And, and having this many entries for cup is, is awesome. We were talking about it for Xfinity and truck all year last year. But um, finally, you know, cup has a, a number of unlisted teams trying to make the 500, which is great. Yep. Um, I would just like to say the. Uh, you got baited hardcore to talking a lot about the 500, so oh, dong. dang and now it. let's go on to a different 500. Kyle Larson is planning to race in the 2024 uh, Indy 500. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, 2024 yeah, or I'm curious to see what the schedule, huh? Is it 2024, so next year, not this year? Yeah, yeah next year, okay. not this year. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm sure he wants I to I would not be surprised at all if they schedule the start times of the Coke 600 and the Indy 500 to provide the opportunity for Kyle Larson to uh, do both. They already do. I mean, the 600 is late in the, the, the evening. It starts at like 7.30 East Coast, I think, or right around there. And the Indy is at like 1 o'clock. So there's already plenty of time to get between the two. I mean, he's going to arrive and be like, an hour before the race starts kind of thing but like yeah yeah he plenty can, of time. my understanding is that uh the main way that they get from uh the indie racetrack to charlotte motor speedway is they just drive their indie car because it's very 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 <laughs> fast 
Yeah. Uh, Which the, I think is really cool. Yeah. The, the good thing about, like, getting to these tracks is, like, I mean, what's going to happen? He'll helicopter to wherever they take off from, which is probably just the Indy Airport since the Indianapolis racetrack is downtown. And then you fly from there to, I guess, the Charlotte uh, Airport, or maybe there's one near Concord that they fly into. And then you helicopter in right into 600. Uh, so he'll, he'll, he'll arrive there and probably I hope be they like, haven't, like, rappelled down on the Blackhawk. <laughs> He's actually part of the flyby, like, because, you yeah. know, they Pumps want to two military helicopters in a way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The like Golden Knights parachute down, and one of them takes off their helmet to reveal their Kyle Larson. Whoa! Cool. Looks like the All listed right, well. start time for this Coca-Cola 600 is 6 p.m. Eastern, but oh, you okay. know, well. obviously that's probably TV start time or something. So probably maybe an hour after seven. That, so. yeah. seven. Yeah. 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 Um, been... what's this about? No more scanner for online race pass subscribers. Yeah, well, I, I kind of What's put the question bullshit? question mark over. I that know that I said not to shoot the messenger earlier when it when I was the messenger, but now what? that you're the messenger, shoot me, brother. <laughs> I'm gonna go get my fucking gun. <laughs> All right, this uh this podcast sponsored by Gun Advocates. Um, yeah, no, I, they they just said that they're getting rid of the the ability to listen to the scanner and on race pass. And I I. I don't think I ever saw an explanation about it, and nobody really made that big of a stink about it because I, I doubt there's that many people that listen to <laughs> Race Pass for the scanners. But, um, yeah, it's uh, one it's a weird one. It's a weird choice. It's a weird choice. Yeah. Uh, that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. I mean, I will admit I didn't use it this year, but in previous years I have. Sure. Yeah. I, you know, uh, working in software for a company that makes decisions about what features to include or remove based upon how much users use them. Maybe I should have used it more. Maybe I should have driven those metrics up a little bit. You know? I was going to say, use it all the time. decisions that every software company makes? Uh, God, I wish. It would be a much <laughs> better world if that was the case, my friend. Fair, yeah. <laughs> um, RFK uh, and Rick Ware Racing. Yeah, tell me about this. Yeah, that they're they're forging a technical alliance for this year, which is better for Rick Ware Racing, I would say, than anything else. Um, but, you know, technical alliances have always been, like, uh, fruitful for any teams that get involved in it. Uh, Petty GMS entering in their alliance last year between Petty and GMS Racing, obviously, um, resulted in them winning a race, which is great. Um, RFK won a race last year, uh, and maybe Rick Ware becomes competitive because of this. So, um, hmm. yeah. But, uh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah, you have uh, – someone put some detail here, but – uh, Rick Ware Racing is going to be leasing space on the RFK Racing's campus in Concord um, and attempting to create a more cohesive bond between the pair of two car operators. Yeah, um, I think it's wow. a good idea. I mean, some of these, you've got your heavyweight teams and some of these smaller teams, any any work you can do together to get some information seems like a not a no-brainer, but um, good decision for, for both teams to maybe share some knowledge and, and learn some things. Yeah, I feel like we don't get a lot of insight into the financials behind these things, so they call it partnership, but I wonder how much of that is, like, an actual true partnership where, like, you know, uh, for instance, uh, Richard Childress Racing and Hendrick sharing, you know, engine operations, like, that's that's a true, like, partnership. They they both bring something to the table Um, versus, like, when um, some of these race teams enter in, they enter into a contract where they're, like, the sister team of... Joe Gibbs, for instance, and then they pay money to basically get carried, uh, like, pass down equipment and stuff from them. 
or they mm. have to lease their pit crew from them like 2311 does, right? Yeah. Where, yep. Like it's maybe not such a great partnership. It's not really a true partnership. It's you're, I you're wondered, contracting out. I wonder as well how much uh, there are situations like sharing setups and having, you know, if you've got, if you're the smaller team, then the other team basically saying, hey, try out these different things with your setup and we'll give you information about the results of our setup and then maybe like uh, you know on the actual race day they can share information i don't know or like during practices and qualifying i don't know i'd be very curious to uh learn more about like the specifics of how those technical partnerships work yeah I but it also makes sense that they're gonna be very tight-lipped about that yeah from what i've heard and read and about these things in the past like testing and and granted there's only a few testing opportunities these days it's not like it used to be where you can go out and run any track anytime and now there's hours restrictions there's obviously like certain tests that you have to do or get the opportunity to do and so testing definitely they're going to share data like they're going to share all the data that they have about you know tire tests and things like that now when it comes to like showing up on race weekend and being like dang that sister team their cars are really slow but we're really fast they're not fucking sharing shit um it's it's uh, it's every man for themselves yeah they're trying to race win. weekend I'm for the most part now like in, inter-team like or intra-team i always get that mixed up like intra yeah intra yeah the two rfk racing cars they'll share for sure but they're not going to share with the uh, the team that they're partnered with you know air quotes so Some of the boys uh, made moves in their personal lives this weekend. We got Suarez got engaged. Mm-hmm. Bubba got married. Um, and when Bubba got married, Blaney and Hemrick were in the wedding party. So it's cool to see those guys yeah. making Bro, moves in their personal life and uh, their minimal offseason that they got. I'm furious I didn't get an invite to Bubba's wedding. Bro, me too. Come on. What's, I just bought a new suit for We're a blast weddings. weddings. We're so much fun. Bringing the party. All three of us. We're you a great can put time. me at the kids' mm-hmm. table. I don't even care. I just want to be there. Yeah. Yeah, Blaney would have been at the kids' table, too. So that's. You know, yeah. I would have probably asked for his autograph, not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you see? Uh, new guy's going to be upset about this, but Blaney cut everything back. Cut the hair back. Cut the oh, beard no. That's okay. He does serious it at Blaney the start mode. of the season, and yep. then he grows it out over the course of the season. Yep. I've. I've talked to him about this. I've talked to him. <laughs> this We've is actually true, y'all. We've discussed this actual topic. At length. And yeah, by yeah. discussed, yeah, it was like a very involved conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just you saying one thing and him being like smiling. <laughs> this is he a laughed. bit of an aside, was, yeah, but do you guys know laughed, if that race for the championship got picked up for another season? Ooh, that's a good question. I, I, I just not. looked you it up and I can't up find anything. Um, so I don't know if it's going to be coming back, but... I, I really like that show. I, I do hope Me it comes too. back. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I, I was glad. I mean, I it ended up better than I could have expected. Like, it's a long race season. It's not quite like Drive to Survive where they're, like, just following storylines as they go through the season in each episode. They're literally just kind of covering, like, three to five weeks of a season at a time and then, like, following around the right teams and telling you how they did during those weeks. Like, and I think that's a really good and engaging way to go about it. And, I, yeah, I, I fucking loved it. I, I really do hope they have a second season. And I can't imagine why they wouldn't. They're like, this is cool. Like, it actually gives you some yeah. perspective on, you know, if you're just a very casual fan, like, they are. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, okay, I can, I'll can i cheer for that guy. He seems cool. Like, Blaney and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. good way to, you know, 
someone randomly sees it on USA and, hey, what the hell, I'll turn the race on on Sunday yeah. and maybe you hook some fans to do it. For sure. Um, what else? I was going to say something else about uh, Bubba getting married, but now I can't remember. Uh, whatever. doesn't matter. Damn. Get wrecked, ding dong. <laughs> um, so some sad news. Uh, Ken Block passed away in mm. a uh, snowmobile accident, apparently. Um, yeah, Ken Block, go watch some Jim uh, Kana videos if you've not watched them. Or Just go on YouTube and search for Ken Block. Rally ca- cross races, which if you've never watched yeah. like rally cross stuff, it's fucking awesome. Rally cross um, fucking rules. I just remember it's one of those things. Some of the video games. Oh yeah, that yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I Saturday mornings. I mean, I would when I'd wake up, YouTube algorithm would always suggest me the Jim Connor rally cross. It just knew what I wanted yeah, on a yeah. Saturday morning after being hungover in Chicago. So uh, <laughs> that was that was that was the move for the most part. Yeah, definitely. Rest yeah, peace. he he was a very big deal for even though you know he was never like um, a huge racer in any sort of professional series. He was a huge deal for just racing and motorsports in general like he's uh it's a big loss yeah for sure to lose him. um yeah the i i think like the other big impact is that he was a monster driver for forever like that was like he was a, a, a key person that they sponsored and had a lot of money in and mm-hmm. i know in the nascar world that you know recently got announced that um monster is going to be sponsoring the 54 for some races, um, but I, you know, I don't know now that Kurt's gone if they have any other driver besides Ty Gibbs. And I like Monster specifically for the reason that they're in NASCAR, like because they're in NASCAR, I like them. Uh, in the same way that I'll occasionally drink Budweiser. Um, but yeah, the, the the like, I wonder if that money will go to someone like Tyler Reddick that's racing for twenty three eleven now. Um, yeah, you know, they got to find a new driver, and it can't just be Ty Gibbs. Otherwise, I'm going to give up on that. Um. X. Wait, what's this about the Xfinity Twitter account? I was I was just joking on that. Like it was funny because uh, someone, uh, Denny Hamlin, was tweeting something about like the tr- like offenses and and running offenses and triple option offenses, and the Xfinity uh-huh. account, like the Xfinity Racing account, tweeted back a very specific thing about Georgia Tech football from what back when I was in school. And I was like, there's no way, unless you're a Georgia Tech fan, that you would know that and know it, like, right off the bat to respond to a driver with um, yeah. during the offseason. So my, my guess is that, and, and also, if you run the Xfinity Twitter account, please reach out to us at podcastbig1 at gmail.com. <laughs> but uh, I believe you're a Georgia Tech grad, and I want to talk about it. Um, go, Jack. Um, Potentially get him on the podcast as well for a segment. Exactly. Just a little insight. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I wonder how those accounts are run. Um, personally i don't know yeah i wonder yeah there's got to be a big mix but i do like it when they can have a little personality in there agreed yeah when they yeah it seems like a person and not just a robot it's great yeah um yeah so um i unsurprisingly just went down a brief uh wikipedia rabbit hole mm -hmm. and was looking at uh rally cross and then saw a picture of 18 wheeler tractors (laughs) <laughs> racing on dirt and apparently in France 
they have 18-wheeler tractors doing rallycross as, like, a type of racing that has existed, I think, since the 70s. That's so that's awesome. that's pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go look that's, that up. That's everybody. what we need to watch live. Um, that's metal as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, moving right along, Kyle Busch sponsors announced. Uh, BetMGM. Uh, I still don't know how you say this. I think it's 3Shy, um, but maybe it's 3Chai. I'm not sure. Uh, but that's the the CBD brand, a Lenovo, Alsco Uniforms, and Cheddar's Kitchen, which they're all RCR partners already. So it like he basically just uh, got the team's sponsors, which is very surprising to me um, that he didn't kind of bring some sponsors himself. But yeah, he just basically got all the RCR sponsors that used to sponsor Tyler Reddick. So. Um, we've, we've got to get Cheddar's as, as a sponsor of this podcast. I need a painkiller oh in my, my life. God. You know, I'm actually, I'm really upset uh, out of all of those. Like, BetMGM, I was a little upset about. I only used their app because they sponsored Tyler Reddick. Um, I had bought CBD from Three Chai, or however you say it, and I have, like, uh, two of their shirts. And uh, Cheddar's, love Cheddar's. Have the Cheddar's, like, uh, driver uni- or uh, team uniform. Oh, that that's I right. Yeah, you bought that at the... Yeah, uh, but now, now the, I don't want to watch. Now I don't want to wear it because people are gonna think I'm a Kyle Busch fan. It's gonna oh, suck. Suck it, suck it up, um, man. You gotta do what yeah. you gotta do for Cheddar's. Damn, that's. I still that's like rough. Cheddar's. That one, that one hurt the most for sure. There's actually one within driving distance of me. I I didn't realize this until like it's good man a couple weeks ago, and I'm like, man, I gotta make the drive. Like it's like 30 minutes you should, only, but you should take a date there. It's a great date spot. Now you're talking. Yeah. Right, it's right by the Amazon stuff. Fulfillment Center on I-94. So, yeah. Let's oh, man. That's parking lot, do some that is hot. Take uh, her to the Amazon Fulfillment uh, Center uh, afterwards. Hubba, hubba. And then split them on Tucky. Hell in yeah. the parking lot of the Amazon Fulfillment Center. Ladies, if anybody listening is interested in that, let me know. <laughs> Reach out to the Twitter. <laughs> podcast. you got to sober up after some of those Texas painkillers. Yeah, Did Rowdy also got a movie remember? coming on Amazon February uh, 3rd. And you guys yeah. see a trailer for this at all? I did. I've seen the trailer, yeah. It's it it looks great. I, I wanted to see it when it was in theaters, but it was in theaters for like one single day and I, I was wow. like busy. It was like on the Tuesday or something, and I was busy that day. But um yeah, it was uh it was in theaters for a hot second. Literally a hot second. Wow. Um yeah. but yeah, it's gonna be on Amazon, so anyone can watch it. Um and it's it, it recaps most of his career but uh has a lot of focus on kind of like his first championship where he went through a lot of adversity from uh the daytona 500 wrecking in the inside wall this is before they had safer barriers on the inside wall at daytona and he broke both his legs um and then he came back in the summer and won five straight races and then went out and won a championship so i never knew he broke his pretty legs. fucking sweet That's crazy yeah man yeah yeah That's that was wild. that was like again you know nascar just like every other motorsport very responsive and reactive to things. They don't spend money until they need to. Safer barriers on the inside of walls is very much because of Kyle Busch and in that incident. So, damn. Um. Yeah, I had forgotten that he had broken his legs. People really get man. Like, who was it that broke their back a few years ago, which gave Bubba his chance? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. fucked as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that was driving like, cars really fast and hitting stuff is not good for your bones. Yeah, that wreck, that. that wreck. A lot of people kind of forgot about it, and I was thinking about it. I think I might have mentioned it on the podcast last year, but I was thinking about it when these like the the collisions to the back of the car, um, obviously, like gave people concussions and stuff this year. Like I was thinking, man, the back of the car has not ever been that great of a place to get hit. Like the, the that Almarola hit was Danica just slammed straight into the back of him. 
and lifted the car off the ground how hard she hit him so obviously like yeah. that car was still safer than last year's car but like not by a lot the back is just a worse place to hit um yeah not a great idea for her to hit him and not a great idea from him to get hit um by her i think she was running the wonder woman car that night this is how my memories work wonder worked. woman exactly nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, um right do you know it's a quick sidebar. I went to the casino with my dad uh mm. over the holiday. Uh we played craps twice, once at one of those stadium craps things. He lost oh, like nice. fifty bucks. I stayed even. There you go. Craps is a game of skill. So then we went won. to one of those electric throwing, you know, but you roll but it's also electronic computer managed that, or whatever. Those are the best, yeah. And uh, we went. I went down 180, and he was down like 200. And then I had like a 32 roll streak, and ended up up 50, and he ended up like up 200. So, more of the story, everyone. Um, Keep rolling. Craps is a game of skill. Never give up. The casino will give you your money back. They'll yep. give you your money back. Just yep. keep gambling. It. Well, I can't. It doesn't turn out. It doesn't fail. Yeah, anyway. it's the one, it's the one game in which they are accepting losing money, and they will lose money yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, they have it there for the love of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's all of the casino sidebar I would like to do. What's okay. up with this taking ownership of cars tour? Those words, I know each of those words individually. <laughs> I don't know what they mean in this context. Sure. So the cars tour is the late model and pro late model series uh, in America, okay. and so racing in a lot of various tracks, especially, you know, based around the North Carolina area, um, but really all over. Uh, and, yeah, the, uh, the 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 new ownership group is Dale Jr., Jeff Burton, Justin Marks, and Kevin Harvick. Um, it's like, that's like a dream group of people to buy a motorsports, like, group yeah. or motorsports, like, uh, uh, sanctioning body. Like, that's fantastic, in my opinion. Um even better than uh, Tony Stewart and Ray Evernham for SRX, right? Um, but yeah, like even Justin Marks being in there is like that's you, that's your promoter right there, right? That's the guy that like understands the business aspect of it and like how to how to flip the industry on its head in a way that I I was I both surprised that he's part of that group because didn't he sink all of his money into this race team? Um, but also like. They, that's a key aspect to this going to be a success, which I guarantee it will be. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, I'm yeah, I've never watched much late model. I hope yeah, they do good it, things with it. I've been thinking sort of that the name late model uh, in fifty years. That are they just going to call it like really late model? That's the thing is like the late are models, they when they make new ones. Are they going to call them less late model? Yeah, these are, these are these are late late models routine. already. Yeah, I'm working on a Type Five. I think this is good material. It's not. It shouldn't be in there. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> but no, like yeah, it, it's interesting because right now they're they basically are like late late models. Like they are several models behind versus like late models originally were like the cast off cars that used to race in in stock car racing, and they they've evolved in and of their own right if you ever like look at them they have these like really sloped noses yeah. that go on for forever yeah they're super oh, yeah, I've looked they're at just, them. yeah believe yeah. me <laughs> yeah. i've looked at them 
if you, <laughs> if you go to like your local short track and or, or you know of your local short track and you look up like when should I go like obviously they're gonna have a lot of local races but on late model nights like those are the ones that you really want to go to um, okay. and, and again you'll see them raced at most um, uh, asphalt and cement and, and and paved ovals around the U.S. so yeah they're fun that's what I go to on Sundays mm-hmm. nice yeah it's good stuff. Um, Doobie Brothers pre-race concert at the Coke 600. I really yeah. think that uh, North Carolina should legalize it on this day as well, and they should pass out uh, doobies to the audience. Hashtag airdrop some doobies in. Yeah, have the have the army dudes who are repelling from the Blackhawk with Kyle Larson also sprinkled doobies on the crowd. Yeah, Doobie Brothers there is a go. huge needle mover, but hey, at least it's not country. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's good. Like, I, it, it, yeah, to your point, at least it's not country. Um, that's Doobie what Brothers are good. Expecting. They're entertaining. They got some hits, so. Sure. Yeah, I think what we yeah, can get. So. Yep. Also, in terms of legalization, would the closest place be Maryland? And are they legal yet? I think there's sometime this year they go legal, but Anyway. Nice. Yeah. Um, Wiz Khalifa and Cypress Hill announced for the clash. Uh, I think Cypress Hill had cool. been announced before that they're doing the pre-race, but then Wiz is the mid-race um, uh, one, like like Ice Cube was last year. So nice. I think that's fucking dope. I want to get my company to sponsor a car. Can you get them to sponsor a podcast first? Oh shit, that's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Cool. Yeah. Baby steps. Let's, let's do In some ways, they kind of do first they work pay way up. money. They and do. I can't do the podcast without it. Here's what you need, need to... more money to be sponsored. Yeah, here's what you should pitch them is we will mention their name in every single. By the way, we're not going to mention their name until they do I'm this. Not going to. Um, not going and to. in fact, we might talk shit about them. Um, but yeah, we would mention them every single week if they just pay for the hosting of the podcast for the year, which is not a lot of money. It's um, not a so, lot of money. Yeah. yeah. And sponsorship. They need to pay for a billboard. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, I, well, or our, our merch, uh, which we'll talk about at the end. It can be a small billboard. Uh, <laughs> okay, so there is... Oh, Texas Race dropping down to 400 miles. Isn't that fun? Yeah. I think that's a great idea. Any yeah. reduction in the quantity of racing that's occurring at Texas is a net positive <laughs> for the sport. So, Unfortunately, yeah. your nap's going to be great. a little bit shorter this year. You're going to have to chop like 45 yeah. minutes off your nap during that race. But yeah, yeah whatever they can do to just get that race over with, let's do it. Yeah. 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 I mean, I you know my opinion on this. Like, I, I want us to actually be racing. Like, if we're going to go to Texas, it should be like a 200, 250 miler that we do midweek or something. Um, but that's just my opinion. I think that it should be a point-to-point race across like back roads of texas <laughs> and brother a lot of those people don't want you to be on their property and they're yeah. gonna, they're <laughs> gonna better be driving fast you. yeah uh, yeah i mean that'd be fucking cool man uh to, to drive be, from like el paso adventure. to abilene or something that's yeah fun. man remember the alamo <laughs> or whatever that's that's not where that is but okay yeah um <laughs> Um, yeah, at this point now, there's only five events all year that are over, and I had to classify it and say 401 miles because obviously some events pass the 400-mile mark by just a little bit because they finish a lap, right? Um, but uh, can y'all name the five events that are over 401 miles? Yes. Uh, at least one of them. 
Let's take turns naming two. them. Okay. Let's take turns naming them. Uh, Daytona 500. Nailed Coca-Cola it. Coca-Cola 600. Nailed it. I'm going to go back to you because uh, I know all of them. So. The um, July Daytona race. Nope, that's 400. Fuck! I want to say Talladega's <laughs> over 400. Yeah. Yeah, Shit, so I was going to say Talladega. Talladega's got bo- both okay, of their hold events. On. The other Talladega race. Yep, other Talladega. Yep. Got it, yes. Last one. Who's got it? The Southern. Um, oh. Oh, the one at uh, Darlington? Yeah, Southern 500. Darlington. Oh, is that, I was going to say, it's probably the short, shorter track. There's one of the, the yeah, yeah, Darlington, okay. Which, yeah, which, which we looked up yesterday, right? It's a like one point. Three, three, three six miles three yeah. three something like that yeah something. yeah so um but that my follow-up question to this is what is the outside of the 600 which obviously runs 100 miles longer than any other race what is the second longest race of the year in terms of mileage i've got no idea all-star race it's, it's got to be well it's got to be one of those other four that y'all mentioned right so it's the southern 500 Coke 600 because they southern just, 500 yeah, the way the the mileage works, like they get very very close to 500 miles and then have to one run more, so they actually want run 501.3 miles. Um, Got which it. Is, yeah. They should call it the 501.3. <laughs> it rolls off the tongue. It does. It's a lot better. Yeah, yeah, a lot better. It's catchy. Um, by the way, just thought about it, but like the 75th anniversary might mean that we get some pretty cool like activities with the the spring Darlington race, which is the throwback race, right? Um, Oh, that's right. Yeah, there'd be an even bigger event. Yeah, tidying up the track, making some modifications or whatever to make it better for fans and stuff. So it'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I realize that I'm gonna be in the southeast around that time, so I'm actually gonna see if I can go to that spring Darlington mm. race. It's gonna be dope. And also, we mentioned the whole Doobie Brothers thing because I think because we're all going to the Coke 600, right? Yep, you got it. Yeah. Wait, when Woo. is the Coke 600 again? Memorial Day. Memorial yeah. Day. We- God, I hope I, I might I might have a international wedding, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. that kind of wraps up a lot of our off-season wrap-up. We kind of just wanted to shotgun a bunch of the stuff that's been happening throughout the season. Next up is The Clash, February 5th. So mm-hmm. we'll come up with an idea for that one, maybe do a live stream or something. Um, I'm definitely going to be watching that yeah. one. It was cool last year. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm all in for live streaming and... Uh, definitely for the clash uh, and 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 maybe all star race and and little events like that, but uh, maybe some live episodes this year, you know, where we uh, oh. you know, we uh, we jump on the Indeed the old webcams and uh, wow. and allow people to see our ugly ass faces. Um, maybe we'll have some new segments this year too. We haven't really talked about it, but got a couple of weeks to plan things out. I still want to do the what was it like Uncle Roger or something like that. No, that's a YouTube guy. Uncle something. Uncle Remus. Uncle Remus. That's a song by Frank. That's a song by Frank Zappa. Is it? Oh, okay. Well, yeah. it's also the segment that we jokingly planned from last year oh, and yeah. didn't do. So, Good times. Um, we should get back to that. Some guest stars, maybe. Invite some uh, some fathers of the the podcasters to talk about NASCAR yeah. stuff um, yeah. from the old days, obviously, um, before oh, yeah. you know when dinosaurs roamed the earth. Yeah. And uh, merch, maybe merch. Because wow. we mentioned it, um, I'm in for merch and definitely in make for a good out logo, things. and then we can all get track suits that have that logo all over them. Okay, I'm game. You're, okay, uh, get your sponsor in uh, <laughs> to pay for the track suits. 
Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. They're going to have their logo. I'll talk too. to my company, which I'm not saying the name of. Yes, not saying. Purposefully not saying the yeah. name. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that takes us to the end. You'll catch us for our, this is our episode zero, but we will catch us for episode one, somewhere between The Clash and Daytona. Uh, we'll, we'll talk a lot more about Daytona and not just about the uh, silly season type stuff that we talked about today and uh, recap the clash, which hopefully Joey Logano doesn't win. Uh, God, that would be so nice if he doesn't win it. Yeah. That'd be really nice. Baby G, you want to um, take us out? Get us out of here, Baby G. Yeah, like we mentioned at the top of the show, Twitter at Podcast Big One. Also, same thing on Gmail, PodcastBigOne at gmail.com. Looking forward to uh, season four of the Big One podcast. This has been Baby G. This has been B-Boy. I've been and still am new guy. Prove it. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye.